Inside the Coach's Headset, presented by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079. 528-7079. The X's and O's of coaching from the Upper Cumberland's best as we go Inside the Coach's Headset. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Inside the Coach's Headset. I'm your host, Amos Rogan. Thanks so much for joining us. We're brought to you by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent right here in Cookville. Call Tony for all your auto, home, and life insurance needs at 528-7079. Or go see him at 425 East Broad Street, right in the middle of downtown Cookville. We've got a great guest today. He is the head coach of the Stone Memorial Lady Panthers basketball team, a program that's seen quite a bit of success here lately. Head coach Mike Buck. Coach, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. Well, thanks for making time for us. Uh, You know, I I love to find out because, and I know you know this because you've got some great, I'm sure you have some great relationships with everyone in the Upper Cumberland, but I love to find out how uh, our coaches here in the Upper Cumberland got going into the profession and and into education as well because you're not just a coach, you're a teacher as well. But kind of tell us how you got into that. Oh, gosh. Um, Yeah, so uh, how much time do we have? (laughs) It's a a pretty long story. Now, um, so I actually was born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee, and then uh, came up here, went to high school. My mom and dad were from Fentress County, went to high school in, um, in at Clark Range there. And so that's really where I fell in, I fell in love with the game. I started at four years old playing in Memphis. and and um, uh, But then when I got to Clark Range, I didn't really know if I wanted to, I didn't know what I wanted to do until I got to Clark Range and, and met, a, met a, um, a young coach at the time um, who was just, he was, it was a solid young coach. His X and O's at the time weren't weren't uh, great. Uh, of course, I didn't know a whole lot of X and O's, but looking back now, his X and O's weren't his strength. But his strength was uh, getting young guys to, you know, to to play with a lot of energy, a lot of passion, and play together. And so his name was Coach Roy Whited. Um, who uh, so we we had some really good success there at Clark Range High School, and you know, went to the state tournament for the first time ever. In school history, my my uh, um, my junior year for the boys, of course, Coach Rogers and the girls are regulars down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but uh, first time ever in school history, my junior year. But playing for Coach White, it really is is uh, um, it's where I really understood the impact that he was having on my life, and so I wanted to. Uh, I, I fell in love with with you know with that side of of. of you know, what we have here and, you know, what's available to us here, you know, get a chance to impact young people and, and, uh, you know, inspire them and move them and, and encourage them and get on them and, you know, teach them all those crazy cliche lessons that, that the game, you know, that the game offers. So, but yeah, so I, that's, that's where I realized that I really wanted to, to coach and, and wanted to be a part of this profession. And, you know, having an influence like Coach Whited, who went on uh, after Clark Range, went on to White mm-hmm. County and won back-to-back state championships in, yes, in the sir. late 90s. Um, you know, there there's always some, you know, you know, the whole thing of six degrees of separation as far as that right. goes. There's so many of that, of those types of connections going on 
inside mm-hmm. of uh, this area as far as that goes. Uh, talk to us about how you got into uh, Stone Memorial and, and, and sure. did you play when you went into college or anything like that? I mean, it, sure. Yeah. So, so I, I got to play for Coach White and Derek Clark Range, went to the state tournament my junior and senior year, just had some really good teammates, you know, and, and uh, got to, um, got an opportunity to go down to MTSU and, and, uh, and continue playing uh, while I was in college there at middle. And so, uh, um, you know, had a, a really neat experience there. Got to meet a ton of great folks and, and uh, got to, actually got to play in the NCAA tournament and won the OBC my freshman year and got to play in the NCAA tournament. That was kind of a cool deal, getting to win a game there. And um, and so, you know, it, it uh, um, that that's where I really, in terms of learning the game of basketball, like I said, Coach White, it wasn't much on X and O's. Um, uh, but his his deal was the psychology in terms of you know getting people to play hard and, and uh, you know you know just give everything that they've got for the for the team and but when I got to college my first coach at NTSU Bruce Stewart uh, who who's since passed on but he uh, he was a real basic simple dude I mean in terms of coaching he 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 wasn't really elaborate X and O's but. Uh, simple, get people to play hard and play with a tough mentality. That was kind of his deal. Uh, but then my my senior year, um, we had a really good team, and, and Coach Farrar, Dave Farrar, came in, uh, and he was that X and O guy. Uh, he was, and he was he, his basketball IQ and, and team building type, you know, uh, you know, philosophies were. Uh, were just exactly what I needed in terms of because I'd made a decision that I wanted to coach back, you know, as a junior and high sophomore, junior in high school, um, and and had some really good influences of Coach Coach Whitehead and Coach Stewart. But Coach Farrar really, you know, he he taught me how to, you know, teach a lot of little basic foundation, um, you know, to that, that that's required. Uh, for you know, for for teams to be successful, and so he, he, I really learned a ton from him. Not only my senior year playing for him, but also uh, spent the next uh, semester, first semester of my of my fifth year there as a student assistant coach with him. So I got I got some behind the scenes learning as well. And then um, um, you know, after that, I went and did my student teaching at Pickett County uh, up there uh, in Birdstown, and. and Got got to work with Charles Mitchell, uh, Eric's dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, Charles was the head coach there at that point. Had won a girls' state championship and a boys' state championship, and so uh, that year we had a really good team. Um, you know, we ended up uh, me as a, as a, uh, doing my student teaching there. He allowed me to help, you know, coach a little bit and kind of get some more behind the scenes stuff. And we ended up making it to the state championship game that year. Uh, I joined him at Christmas and. Uh, um, got beaten the state finals um, that year, but it was it was a great learning experience. And then from that, actually, he Coach Mitchell hired me on as a, to take to, to replace him there at Pickett County. So spent four years there. I uh, got to coach some incredible young people. Um, you know, we won a state championship in '95 there, uh, my second year, um, which was you know just you know as a second year coach, you think, well, dang, it's going to be easy. You know, I'll, I'll, I'm not out. <laughs> I'm not got a bunch of these, and uh, you know, uh, just a, a young naive, you know, coach there. But, um, but yeah, so had a couple. Uh, went to the state tournament uh, the next year there as well. But we were there for four years. 
uh, and then got to got an opportunity to work again with Coach Farrar, who had left uh, MTSU and was now the head coach at uh, the University of Idaho. So, never dreamed I'd be at Idaho, but this 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 game is, I you know, like most businesses, I guess, out there, it's really relationships, and mm-hmm. so. Um, you know, I had the opportunity at that point. Uh, I thought I wanted to be a, a, a college coach, but, um, you know, so having the opportunity to go out to the University of Idaho and be a Division One assistant coach was, was something that I jumped on, and, and uh, um, that was tough to leave Pickett County. We had a great uh, group of, of young men there at Pickett County um, that, uh, you know, that were just passionate about the game, as passionate about it as I was, and so that was a perfect fit, but you know, again, wanting to make that jump into the college level was uh, was kind of a calling there that I that I answered, and so went out there, realized quickly that I didn't want to be at the college level, and so uh, um, so I came back uh, to White County High School. So I reconnected with Coach White, and you know, came back to to Tennessee. He was looking for a head high school job, and and uh, Coach was like, "Listen, you need to come help me for one year." And I go, Coach White, listen, I love you, man, but I really want to be a head coach, you know? And so, uh, uh, he said, listen, come do it for one year. There aren't a whole lot of good high school jobs available this year. So just come help me one year and then, and then we'll get you something next year. And I said, all right. Um, I I was really kind of wrestling with it. He goes, listen, we're going to have three of the top seven players in the state of Tennessee, triple a basketball in the state of Tennessee on our team. And so he goes, you need to come help me one year. I go, all right, maybe I can do it for one year. Right. (laughs) And so, I struggled through that one year down there in 99 uh, with an incredible group of young men and um, you know, Brent Jolly and Kyle Gribble and Jared Austin, that whole crew down there with Coach White. And we were able to win that, be a part of that second uh, you know, state championship there that they won in Sparta. Um, and then at that point, we left there and, and uh, came to Crossville. Uh, took the Cumberland County High School boys job and you know, spent several years over there, uh, had some really good teams. We just were for, unfortunate. We were in uh, one of the toughest uh, AAA boys uh, leagues in the state of Tennessee, uh, districts in the state of Tennessee with Bradley Central and Cleveland, mm-hmm. who were just phenomenal during that, during that, you know, that those early 2000s. And, um, but yeah, so we were over there and then, and then the opportunity to, coach uh to open a brand new school you know pre- presented itself here at, at uh, stone memorial and you know i'm a big culture guy i want to really um you know i think mindset and culture is so important to the success of your program and so uh, when they offered me uh the chance to come over here to stone memorial and kind of lay the foundation of you know culture uh and mindset um you know, i jumped on that in a heartbeat um um, you know, we, we came in over here and, and from day one, our, our, our motto was we wanted to be uh, year in, year out, wanted to be in the conversation as one of the best programs in the state of Tennessee. And that, that, so with that as our umbrella, um, you know, that, that influenced every, everything that we did. It influenced our approach to practice every day, our approach to the classroom, our approach to, to uh, you know, the weight room. Uh, you know, we wanted to be in the conversation as one of the best programs in the state. And so, um, we, and we had a bunch of guys that bought into that and, and, uh, and they, they worked their tail off and, and, um, we were able to get to the state tournament, um, double A boys state tournament, uh, back in 2011, I guess in year five of the school. 
uh, and then uh, went back to back, went to Final Four in, in 2012 here. And then I got out of coaching. Um, I uh, I got involved with a with a, a business and did really well with it. Helped a lot of folks with it, and, and uh, um, felt like you know really wanted to you know kind of pursue that. So I got out of teaching and coaching for three years. Um, and then while I was out, uh, my daughter, our daughter uh, Maddie, was she had actually been a gymnast her whole life and. Um, you know, she got involved with basketball while I was out of coaching. And so got to spend some time with, you know, with her around the game a little bit. And she was pretty good. And um, uh, so I, the opportunity to coach girls um, showed itself. And, and uh, be able to coach uh, Maddie through high school was going to be something that, you know, after a lot of prayer, something that I really felt like I wanted to do and, and uh, felt like the Lord was, was kind of encouraging that as well. So, um so we took the girls' girls' job here at Stone, and um, and they just come off of three wins, and you know, with a uh, really good coach and and uh, coach uh, Greg Tips, um, who went on to the state tournament a couple times at Dixon County Girls, and then after that, and then won a state championship at Loretto Boys last year. But they'd won three games the year before with a really good coach, and I'm thinking, well. Oh, you know, we got we to gotta go to work, you know, and kind of brought that same philosophy of you know, being in the conversation year in, year out as one of the best programs in the state of Tennessee. Uh, and so and here we are, year five, first AAA girls basketball program to make it to the state tournament. And so um, so there you go. I don't know how much that you want to edit out, but that's a, that's no, a long, no, that long is, story. No, and that's been, great because been – do, Been doing it a long time. So no. A lot of steps along the way. Absolutely. You know, and that and that's just you know I like asking those questions and finding out the backstories just basically uh-huh. because you know you talk about having a relationship with Lamar Rogers and being around right. him, being around mm-hmm. uh, Eric Mitchell, who's head coach at White County, his father. Mm-hmm. You know, just mm-hmm. th- there's there's all that tied in together, and then yeah. you know you start out with the boys' side of things, and I'm sitting here right. thinking. Well, how'd you get to coaching girls, and then suddenly right. here comes <laughs> right. the daughter, and, and right. you know, I I, I I coach my daughter in softball, uh, mm-hmm. not at the high school level, but on the travel ball side, and sure. I would never coach softball if it wasn't for one of my kids, right? And and, and right. I think a lot of kids or a lot of of coaches who've got kids that are involved, they kind of get pulled into that, and then suddenly mm-hmm. you find out, hey, I like this, and your yeah. kids already moved on, and you're still around. Right. So uh, <laughs> right, yep, no doubt. So you no know, doubt. No, yeah, the I, web, the web of people in the Upper Cumberland is pretty, pretty neat. You know, and I it, guess you get that everywhere. But just you know, all of us being from here, it, it, it's a, it's a pretty special group. It really um, is. You know, like you said, generationally as well. Like you said, there with with uh, Eric's dad, and then um, you know. And then, and then now Eric down at Sparta and all. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Well, and and, and two. Uh, Probably, I'm going to say probably more so on the girls' side than on the boys' side, but the level of competitiveness in in terms of girls' basketball and basketball in general in the Upper Cumberland is unbelievable no matter the classification, from single A to triple A. Yeah, it really is. And and so that that whole philosophy that I brought with the boys being the best uh, program in the state of Tennessee, uh, that that still is our philosophy with the girls' side, but really – uh, if if, if you know, one of the things I found at Cumberland County over there was was you know the focus 
was wanting to win the win the league, win the district, which is a cool you know deal. But um, if your focus is higher than that, then it's you know I think the district championships will roll you know roll around regularly if your focus is bigger than that. But um, that's one of the things here on the boys' side. You know, wanted to be you're the best team in this area, then I mean, it's, you're probably a pretty good team, but you're not going to win the state tournament, you know? Mm-hmm. So our focus had to be state, you know, on the state level. But on the girls' side, if you're one of the best teams in the Upper Cumberland, you could really modify that philosophy to be year in, year out, one of the best teams in the Upper Cumberland. That's going to automatically put you at a at a, a competitive level statewide just because of the the – you know the passion that this area has for girls basketball. You don't find that everywhere. No, if if and that's very well said. If you're one of the best teams in girls basketball, no matter the classification in the Upper Cumberland, yep. you're you're going to regionals every year. Yeah, absolutely. Minimum. Yeah, yeah. at yeah, minimum you're, not you're going to regionals every year. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I've I've whether you realize it or not, I've watched a lot of your games before. Um, mm. um, and I know, and you're talking about your philosophy and the culture that you like to establish within your program. You're uh-huh. you're you're not one of these Bobby Knight type of coaches. You're you're not screaming up and down the sidelines at the refs <laughs> and at your own kids and everything else. Your right. your your demeanor is is pretty quiet. Uh, talk about how you kind of carry yourself during the game. Obviously, there's times we all get mad because we're all sure. competitive, uh, sure. but but. You know, a lot of times you're just standing there, just kind of looking with your arms crossed, going, "What in the world?" And and, <laughs> and, and you know, just the level of communication that you have with your kids. Kind of talk about the the demeanor and how you have kind of maybe learned how to carry yeah. yourself during a game. Well, you know, it it and the story of how I got to be the girls' coach at Stonewall took a long time, and so and so. Uh, so has the growth to be able to be the coach. I think that you, that, that, you know, that I am today, because you know, if you talk to a lot of my, uh, so for example, Joseph Aminette, uh, who is the uh, voice coach at, at Pickett County right now, he, he was a, when I first got there, my student teaching year, he was a sophomore. So I got to be his head coach his junior year and his senior year uh, before he headed off to Wake Forest. Well, uh, he came and watched us you know, play last year. Uh, he watched us, uh, Clark Range game, maybe here at our place. And so we spoke afterwards. He goes, man, who was that guy? He goes out there. That was, <laughs> goes, man, I, all I kept hearing was, good job. That's okay. Coming from me, right? And so <laughs> he's going, who is that? You know, because uh, it's back in the early 90s, mid-90s, that's not, you know, that, that wasn't how I communicated. And, of course, um, you know, as we grow and and, and you know, we mature into somebody who can communicate much better and quicker and more efficiently and without having to yell and having to, you know, say, you know, uh, you know, you use language that, that, that you don't want to ever, you know, use, you know, it, it's, it's, a uh, it's a growth and maturity process to get to where you're at. But, um, you know, one, one of the things, uh, uh, you know, somebody asked me while I was out of coaching, you know, um, you know, about, Kind of that same question right there. In the state tournament down there, we had some. We ended up in the in the state semifinals with with a really good team here in 2012. Brandon Cole and Robert Trino and you know some some really really good players. And so um, 
got to the state semis and CPA beat us. And so, uh, and they had, you know, they had, they had uh, players from all over. Uh, and so here we are, a little school from, from Crossover that goes down there. But uh, it was pretty intense. You know, it was really a close and, you know, hard-fought game. And I, I felt like I kind of kept my cool. And, and I was asked about that later. Um, and, you know, it was – it gets to the point when you do this so long, you know people, you know the game, you understand, you know, trends and momentum and things like that, you can almost – see things coming, right? And so, obviously, if you know what's about to happen, you can make decisions, you know, earlier and, and uh, that, that a lot of times will head off, uh, you know, some of the some of the bad stuff that, that catches you off guard, right? And so, um, I, I kind of have gotten to that point. Uh, now, getting out for three years and getting back on the girls' side, I, I had a lot of pictures. Again, we were, we were struggling to change some culture when we first took over the girls here. Um, uh, I've got some pictures uh, that were that made it into the newspaper and online and stuff that uh, uh, of the, our girls playing playing you know live action or whatever during during the game, and I'm in the background and I have the craziest look on my face, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm going, and I remember the moment in the game and why that look was on my face it was I was just kind of like you know, like you said what. What was that? What are you doing? You know, I don't really understand exactly what's going through your head right now. So it was one of those things that was on my that was expressed, you know, on my face, and I'm going, "Ooh, I need to be more aware of how I look up there, right?" Yeah. And so, uh, because it, it it was a different deal when I first took over the girls, but it was, um, I could kind of see things coming with the girls' side, but it wasn't. I had to change the way I communicated with the girls, and so. Um, it, it is, and that, that was a process. It took me a while. That took me a couple of years. You know, I tell people the difference in coaching girls and boys is, is it's a real difference. Um, um, with the, with the guys, you know, you could, I tell people for the example of, you know, you, you ask a, one of your, your guy players, uh, Hey dude, go get me a chair real quick. And within seconds, they've come back. They went and found a chair and brought it back to you. Mm-hmm. If you ask a girl to go get you a chair, well, then she's going to ask, well, does it have to be a fold? Do you want a folding chair? You want one with wheels on it? Does it need to be a rocking chair? What, what kind of, where should, you know, where should I go get it? Or, you know, so you, it requires more information quicker. Um, and so once I was able to figure that out, I feel like I've become a, um, you know, a better, more relaxed a guy that I would like to play for more uh, than, than the other guy. Right. And so kind of matured into that. But yeah, it's, it, you know, you get influence along the way. Uh, you kind of see how Coach Rogers, he kind of stays pretty relaxed over there, and he's 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 had a little bit of success at this game, and so um, you know you kind of you kind of try to try to emulate some some people that you know and that that people that you know who do it the right way. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Coach Whited uh, was was he was as good a coach, especially there when I got back with him at White County, because you know the lack of X and O's that he had early on. Where he kind of leaned on Coach Rogers a lot, um, he had you know he he had grown on that side of the game, but was still that that awesome motivator and that people person where people just loved him and wanted to play hard for him. And now he had X and O's with that too. So you know, just kind of model you know different people that you that you have a chance to work with. But yeah, it and then also it did. It came down to um, you know I'm not sure I'd want to play for somebody who yelled at me all the time. Come on now, so. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a relationship deal, 
um, the, the whole coaching business is relationship and really being successful at anything. You know, my business experience was the same deal. It's all about relationships. Mm-hmm. It's all about how people, uh, you know, they that old quote that long, you know, people will forget what you tell them, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. Um, you know, that, that, that's really, um, you know, has, has you know, taken a greater role in my, my coaching than, than, uh, uh, than it than it had in the beginning or whatever. So I'm sure, and, and you yeah. know, it, it's it's hard enough in my mind. It's hard to coach your own kid mm-hmm. uh, uh, because you know sometimes you can't take that coaching hat off after you get in the car after you mm-hmm. after you left the game, and you want to keep on being coach and drill it into their heads exactly what right. they did, exactly what they did wrong. Kind of a a special thing that's been going on the last I guess four years is that you're coaching another coach's kid in coach caps right there. sure and and uh how how has that been between you know obviously the the being under the same being in the same school under the same roof in the same gym sure. and oftentimes you know you're talking shop anyway now right. you've got a kid in there involved as well how yep. did, how did that get about or go well you know it's kind of cool um somebody asked me you know how do you how did you get to the state tournament in girls basketball in year five? I said, well, it's, it's all about who you hire. It's all about people that you hire. Because when I first left Sparta back in 99 and came to Crossville, I hired two really young guys um, to be my assistant coaches over at Cumberland County High School. One was, one was Neil Caps, fresh, you know, fresh face, little nothing, you know, coach or whatever. He wanted to come in here. So I hired him and, and we went to work and, uh, uh, and then the other one was um, was Matt Miller, who uh, his daughter this year is you know is Tessa Miller. So mm-hmm. it's kind of cool that uh, it's still about people, still about you know surrounding yourself with good folks. But um, and then here we are, twenty years later, our daughters, you know, are, are competing for state championships, and so, uh, so that's kind of cool. But yeah, it it, it it was a different deal, um, you know. Um, I know that uh, he knows the game, um, you know, having come up through, you know, our, we, he was our assistant coach for uh, the whole time we were at Cumberland County. He stayed, stayed over there one year, and then he came over with us and was our assistant coach here for the next five years of Stone Memorial Boys. Uh, when I got out, he got the, the head job here um, and then got by, got back in and got to coach his daughter. Uh, so that's the backstory, but um, yeah, it's, it's different. You know, he knows the game. I know how to, you know, he knows how to, you know, encourage and grow people. And, and so do I, but it, it is, uh, um, you know, it wasn't always, uh, um, you know, sunshine and yellow brick roads, right. Of, you know, the, the old phrase, but, uh, it, it, there was some growth that, uh, that occurred on both sides of that, you know, uh, him as a parent, me as a, me as a coach, you know, him as a coach, it just, it was, it was the insight was was unique uh, than you know more than anybody that I you know had 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 a chance to to uh, to you know to coach uh, in terms of their kids so far. So uh, yeah, it, it was a joy. You know, good times we come in and because we even share the same office here, the coaches suite here in the at the school. So it, it, oh, wow. it's uh, uh, it's really cool. We we Emma went down as our career leading scorer. She actually led us in scoring each of her four years. 
uh, here uh, while she was with us. And then, uh, um, you know, to have done what we did this past year in terms of breaking that wall and getting to Murfreesboro, getting to the state tournament. Um, yeah, there's so many. Uh, you know, there was a couple of bumps in the, along the way, as, as there always is in any relationship. But, man, uh, just so thankful that, that uh, to have gotten to coach her and, and uh, um, you know, and this, you know, the relationship that Coach Caps and I have is 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 a good one. So it's really cool. Well, that's awesome. And yes, I didn't I, I didn't realize y'all are having to share an office. So yeah, I mean that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's yeah. Uh, that's 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 pretty unique right there. <laughs> right. Um. You know, uh, one of the things that I always love asking, and, and just basically because I, I think it's so important, and I think every coach that we have in the Upper Cumberland is by far top notch put them up against anybody in the state of Tennessee anybody in the southeast yep. no matter what the sport is uh because you guys genuinely care about what's going on with your kids and 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 you really try to establish that culture and that relationship with them because that sets the foundation for the new ones that are coming in sure. what just because of of your experience and growing up here in the upper cumberland and being around the coaches that you have what do you hope, Coach Buck, uh, that your players that have been through your program can talk about you later on down the road when when you've hung it up? You know, um, I guess the closer you get to the uh, the end of your career, um, I guess those legacy type things are, are important to you. Um, it, it's not going to be X and O's. Um, you know, I, I hope it's not X and O's. I hope it's not even wins and losses. But I hope it's just moments, and I hope it's people. You know, I've got two state championship rings, and those rings don't don't represent gold and diamonds. It represents people, you know, and relationships, and so and struggle and growth and and tears and joy and you know, uh, you know, hugs and sweat. I mean, it just it just means it means so much. Uh, so many different little things and um yeah the coaches in this area you're right it it, it is it's 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 a really cool uh, a cool place to be a, a head high school coach because it um night in night out you're going to be tested night in night out you're going to be facing people who are prepared and they understand the craft and they understand that the importance of what we do and so uh doing it here is is really cool um and and I think that has kind of bled into all of our players over the years. You know, I think that um, um, you know we've got you know guys who are. I was just having this conversation the other day. Um, you know, uh, two that that come to mind. Our first year at Stone Memorial here, our senior class had an option. They could either stay at, at Cumberland County or come over here. Well, we had one guy that came over here. We had four seniors that chose to come over, but one of them was uh, um, Landon Sherrill, right and. Uh, it was his senior year, and his younger brother Zach was a uh, was a freshman that year, and so both of them, you know, uh, Zach uh, actually was our was a, one of our captains. Uh, he was a four year captain for us. Both of them, though, are now doctors, right? Wow. And so I really feel like you know we've got there's a bunch of doc guys who went on to become doctors and coaches and you know police. And you got a you know, all kinds of you know successful people out there. Um, uh, that I, I really feel like some of the lessons that that 
that I learned as a player and coach that I was able to pass on from, you know, from people that I learned from my mentors, pass them on into these lessons. I feel like, like I've already mentioned, Joseph being a coach at Pickett County now, and he's, he's trying to share some of the same, uh, those cliche lessons that, that, uh, that are, are required for success at anything that you want to do. Um, you know, I, I hope that's it. You know, we used to, we used to talk about, uh, preparing for success, you know, that was kind of our deal um, for a long time. There, just you, know, you, you got to work hard. You got to do these things, and 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 there's not a secret to success. It's just you got to get dirty. You got to be willing to wake up every day and go go work for it, and and do stuff with passion. I'm hoping that I hope they see that that it's those kind of things rather than you know X and O's and you know. Running, running extra, you know, whatever, you know, whatever it might be. I hopefully, hopefully, it's, it's, it's that uh, it's how you treat people and things like that. And I hope too, you know, uh, I hope too that they that they understand that uh, uh, part of that. You know, as I mentioned, mentors and you know, getting these great lessons passed on through you know, from from other coaches and other players that we had a chance to coach, but also you know, a biblical foundation of you know a relationship with. With hopefully with their with with their Lord, um, um, you know that's that's one of the things that's really changed me over the last you know several years. Um, you know, is it's a closer relationship with 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 Jesus Christ has has changed me and changed me. Um, and I know for the better in terms of relationships and actually been able to serve people and help people learn and love. And, you know all those things that come along with that side of it too, and um, you know hopefully those are some things too that they'll see as an example. So, well, that's great, and, and, and you know again we've got such a great group here in the Upper Cumberland, and and I yep. think one of the reasons why is is exactly what you just said right there is is mm-hmm. we've got some amazing Christian God loving coaches that tried to their best to emulate what jesus wants us to do uh in that and and these kids pick up on it and and they move forward with it and it's what makes them successful and what makes you successful as well so uh, i appreciate it i I, I believe that i really do there's some some great people you know in the upcoming area coach mike buck head coach of the stone memorial lady panthers thanks so much for for joining us today uh I know that uh, you carved a little time out for us before you got out onto the golf course. Hopefully, you'll continue <laughs> on that beginner's luck that you've been having. Yes. And uh, <laughs> it's it's okay to have a relationship with Christ out there on there too, because every now and Amen. then he'll kind of guide the ball back into the fairway when you there need you it. Go. So there, there you, you go. go. <laughs> so thanks, <laughs> thanks so much for uh, for joining us today. Okay. Hey, Miss, thank you so much. Good. It's been 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 fun, and uh, I appreciate all y'all do for for high school sports and and here in the upper Cumberland. I appreciate you all the time. Yes, sir. God bless you. And we'll talk to you later. Okay. Yes, sir. Same to you. God bless. Inside the coach's headset presented by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079. 528-7079. The X's and O's of coaching from the upper Cumberland's best. As we go inside the coach's headset.